serving in the armed forces comes with many challenges. It's pretty obvious in times of conflict when you're quite literally putting yourself in harm's way. But in times of peace, there are plenty of challenges too. That's why the listening ear of a military chaplain can be vital for believers and non-believers alike. Bishop Paul Mason is the Catholic Bishop of the Forces. He can give a long list of reasons why the forces need military chaplains. One reason in particular stands out. The most important, as I come to see it, is first and foremost our actual presence among serving personnel. If you're not there, if you're simply not there, then you don't share in the day-to-day life of the people you are trying to serve. You need to be there to understand what they do, to have some insight into the the challenges and difficulties that they have to, to live through. So the first and foremost, I think the military chaplain needs to be there and alongside the people that they serve. From that point, you build trust, and once you build trust, then you're in a far better position to be able to start to explore with people the the nature of their own faith, their own spirit, and a way which could be supportive and helpful to them. Military chaplains are a key part of any deployment. How do senior military officers view the Padres and the contribution they make? Retired Colonel Philippe Rossiter served in the Royal Logistic Corps. Ultimately, the reason you have service chaplains is for exactly the same reasons you have the armed forces. They are there to defend the national interest, they are there to promote the national interest, and ultimately, because they are a formed body of men and women who bear arms, you will ultimately, when you join the services, you're signing up to potentially putting yourself in harm's way. Well, the chaplains do that as well. So the chaplain isn't saying in the barrack gates, Cheerio, guys, as you go off to Afghanistan or Iraq or wherever it might be, actually, I'm on the train with you, I'm on the flight with you. In fact, I'm going to come with you and I'm going to share your trials and tribulations. And a chaplain's role within a unit is to support that psychological challenge that a lot of young men and women have when first confronted with real danger. Even those at the very top of the military hierarchy consider chaplains indispensable. David Hanna, a lieutenant colonel in the Irish Guards, recalls a story that dates back to the first Gulf War in the early 1990s. At the time of the build-up of forces in Saudi Arabia for the first Gulf War, people might recall that the British general in charge was um, someone called General Sir Peter de la Bilia, who was a renowned very renowned soldier, still is a very renowned soldier, albeit retired for many years, particularly famous for his experiences with special forces in the Gulf, in the Arab world, speaks Arabic fluently, understands the Arabs very well. And as such, he was an extremely good choice by the Prime Minister of the day to command the British forces. But there was an issue that I believe was more a political one than anything else, whereby it was felt that it would be unwise to send chaplains, because crucifixes and chaplains and all that sort of thing would perhaps not go down well with the Saudis. I'm told that uh, when General Peter heard that uh, this was bouncing around, he sent uh, a fairly curt message to the top of the command tree, as it were, and essentially saying, no chaplains, no army. I think most of us would subscribe to that, that we view our chaplains as extremely important people, both at peace, 
when deployed in operations. And their role, although very different in barracks as it is when you're deployed in operations, it is equally important in both environments and requires perhaps a slightly different approach, slightly different emphasis, but it's a tribute to the individuals who we get as our chaplains that with remarkably little training they seem able to adapt to those different demands very quickly, very smoothly and again with great effect when dealing with all sorts of people, all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of situations and often in pretty demanding circumstances. Although they wear rank, chaplains aren't in the command chain. This is vital when it comes to building relationships. So whether a padre is speaking to a private or a general, rank is not an issue. Able seaman Harry Thompson, a mine warfare specialist in the Navy, explains further. Chaplains hold the Queen's Commission. Technically they are officers in the Royal Navy, but they assume the rank they speak to. They never talk down to you, they always talk to you like a person. It helps a lot because if you have problems or issues that you can't really, like home issues or like you're feeling homesick, you can go to them, sit down and I'll give you a cup of tea, a biscuit, and then chat it out. Basically a friend, an officer friend. The door's always open, they're very kind. Yeah, I can't fault them really because I've, I've personally, from my experience, they are aren't they really good for what they're in their job. So let's hear from one of our chaplains. Father PJ O'Driscoll, assigned to the Army's 22 Signal Regiment, knows the key is actually being alongside the men and women he ministers to. It's a privilege to be part of their story, be a part of their honesty. And when they come into my office, it's really strong on a soldier's courage, because it takes courage to come in and sit down and say, here I am, this is who I am, and I need you to walk with me. And that's all we do, is we walk with them. And we're very lucky as a padre to have great welfare officers as well who walk with their soldiers. And that's spirituality. That is, for me as a priest, Christ in his daily life, just being with his apostles, disciples, being with the people who needed him at that moment. They might have walked away and said, I, I got what I needed after that. Christ says, thumbs up, happy days. And that's what we do. They may never come back to us again. Or when we see them out in PT, they'll all say, thanks, Padre, thanks for listening to me. And it is that great privilege in the Christian faith as a Catholic to be a part of their journey. But don't think it's a closed shop for non-Catholics, or indeed those of other faiths. Lance Corporal David Long is a Liverpudlian serving in the Royal Logistic Corps. I've only ever been to church a couple of times through my nan's death and my, and my mum's death and all that. But and even all the padres, all the padres have been absolutely superb. I can't fault any of them. Plus we know like that they're always there to talk to us if we ever need them. To keep it in-house, do you know I mean? Because, you know, I have been through some really bad times and some low times and stuff like this, you know, it can only help me. It's as simple as that. The final word goes to Lieutenant Colonel David Hanna of the Irish Guards. He quoted a phrase attributed to General Sir Peter de la Billia, no chaplains, no army. I think we can now agree that chaplains bring the human touch in an environment where humanity can, at times, be in rather short supply. 
although we rely on our chaplains to take services and all that sort of thing, and they're very important, and it is obviously the very important role of any priest, but it is essentially the pastoral role. Having someone to talk to is hugely important. It's almost like having a, a fuse. You just need to be able to either let off steam or just share something with someone that you might not be inclined to do to either someone who's either senior to you or indeed a subordinate or indeed a contemporary. It's that fuse element, being able to slightly let off steam, it's hugely important. And as such, chaplains find themselves very much in demand, particularly on operations. I've seen them in action so often, whereby it's just that friendly comment, a bit of banter, or on occasion recognising that actually I've seen chaplains you know, quietly say to people, and actually some quite senior people, oh, you're going flat out, let's just go off and have a cup of coffee. It's that sort of ability, that human touch, in often situations where humanity is um, in short supply, is such a vital part of our whole organisation. And keeping that balance between the utility of force, you know, the ability and willingness to use force when necessary, but always tempered with humanity and discipline and all those sort of important elements. And our chaplains are a very key part of that process. Murder rights! Quick! March! <laughs>